Welcome to the Gitong! Your one-stop shop for all things guitar culture and nonsense. I'm Aaron. I'm Phil. And I'm Cole. We slum it hard so you don't have to. Thanks for friendship. Bye. Thanks for friendship. Bye. We love you. I did not make the Mimi. I did not share <laughs> the Mimi. What are the three things I always forget? It's make. I did not. I did not share. S- I think it's start. Is it start? I did not. I no, it's because it. Okay, if it's start, it's I did not start the Mimi. I did not share the Mimi. But there's a third one. I I shared my screen. Can you see my screen? Yes. I shared my screen. Can you see? Don't you hate when I can every meeting you're in? It's like, yes, the system still works. Like it didn't stop working just for you. Well, yeah, Joe and I, my uh, co-teacher and I, uh, we always say, uh, do you mind if I share my screen to the kids? I freaking hate it. (laughs) And people (laughs) get so mad and it'll even happen like in teams. I don't even think because that's what we use for work. uh, People say like, yeah, because they'll be like, oh, can I share my screen now? And they're like, yeah, do I have to like allow you to? And they're like, no, just asking. Just it's like, yeah, share your me. screen, you weirdo. Okay, here we go. Um, This is a Mimi. I did not start this Mimi. I did not make this Mimi. And I did not share this Mimi. Oh, you were right. Start right. and make. Start and yeah. make. I love the pause. And I did not share this Mimi. This Mimi. <laughs> <laughs> This is a meme. Uh, <laughs> I did not share this meme. <laughs> okay. So good. Princess Bride, I want you I want you to tell me about Princess Bride through your children's eyes. Okay, they So this is influenced by the fact that we watched it. They've seen it before though, I guess, but um, they I'm not liking love this that build movie. Up. Wait, it's a very oh. grand. Okay, good. Very grand good. movie. Good. They yes. they love that scene where they have to climb up the cliffs of yes, insanity or whatever. Oh, insanity, <laughs> of course. <laughs> Obviously, why? How could I forget? Cliffs of insanity. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, and the sword fight scene. It's so funny too because like you look at it. And the, the the scenery is pretty rudimentary. L- like you remember it as a kid, that, that sword fight scene, you know, with the with an ego. Dude, it's you remember badass. it as, as being this amazing thing. But then when you watch it now, like all the set pieces you can tell are just like foam that's been spray painted or whatever, you know. Okay, well that's true. But the sword fight is still bomb. Oh yeah, totally. And every part of the movie is still great. I I honestly think stuff like that holds effects wise holds up better than early CGI. Yes. Um 
well, which because- we also we were discussing watching Jurassic Park. We're still debating Ooh. if it would be too, uh, too scary, maybe because that that honestly was like there were a lot of people like adults were freaked out after Jurassic Park. Remember that? <laughs> yes, yes. I I think I've seen a lot of movies in the theater as a very old man, and I I think I want to say it was one of the loudest audience experiences like people just just freak losing their minds yeah dude like yeah from like from joy but also wasn't a thing that wasn't really a thing back then nowadays like you go see any marvel movie near launch and everyone's acting like a total idiot the whole movie you know yeah that's true but back then that wasn't a thing i'll tell you okay here i'll tell you another one i went it was the night of I think it was like, it was like a homecoming dance or something. I was in high school. I think it was my senior year. Um, and, uh, hap- gosh, or maybe you know what? It might have been like, might have been right after I graduated high school. I'm not sure. It came when, out whenever three. No, no, yeah, but I'm talking about um, the Water Boy. I saw Water Boy opening night. <laughs> Sorry. After after homecoming. So it was like the the freaking homecoming game. Everybody left the game and then went to the movies to see Waterboy opening night. Dude. And that theater, it was it was all teenagers and yeah, like the the theater was going freaking ballistic, Just acting like total idiots. When he, but when he's like, <laughs> like when uh, when he's seeing like he's like visualizing uh the guy that's making fun of him yeah and he's like stop making fun Water of me sucks it yeah really, really sucks. and he like just floors the guy like the the audience in the theater went so wild and i don't you know i don't care about football at all but it was so much fun <laughs> it was so much fun yeah dude well that's uh, like great sports movies are good like independent of the sport they should be, yes, I would yeah. agree. Like you, Rudy, like you don't have to be a football fan. Yeah, to like a Rudy. good sports movie, a good sports movie. It should not matter. Yeah, if like you Hoosiers. have ever, if you have any experience with the sport at all, it, the movie should be able to like get you, because it shouldn't totally. ultimately. It should just that should just be like a a plot device. Yeah, exactly. It's just a setting. Yes. Um, Waterboy. I loved that movie as a kid. It's freaking great and i was a kid when it came out no colonel sanders you're wrong (laughs) (laughs) and it is like the 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 final game when it's like all the emotional stuff it's still so stupid and ridiculous but it is also like it's not a tearjerker but it does like get you pumped up at the end yeah it's just like drilling people so hard (laughs) it's it's pretty great yeah uh, uh that movie's so dumb okay okay so princess bride princess bride they here's some of the feedback they've given me okay so that that scene i think is one of their favorites um the the part where he transforms himself uh where 
what's the giant's name? Fezzik? Yeah. Where he transforms himself into the Dread Pirate Roberts. <laughs> yes. Wed, Pywet, Wobbots. <laughs> Is, uh, that's like pretty awesome and freaky to them, you know? Is here for your soul. They don't, they don't appreciate, they don't appreciate Mad, Mad Max. I want to say Mad Max, but that can't be it, right? No, I think that is his name. You know, Billy Crystal's character. Is it really? I think it's, yeah, it's something that it's something like that. That, well, in a lot of the humor, a lot of the humor goes a miracle max. Oh, yes. Sorry. What, how, how do they do with the torture scenes over their heads? They're fine with that. Oh, that's one thing. Like they're just psychopaths. They're totally fine unaffected by it yeah they actually like it (laughs) dad rewind that scene well because it's the torture it's like such an obscure it's like it's kind of like obscured because it's not it's not like they're shoving like bamboo shoots under his fingernails or something yeah putting his head in a vice torture device is not is not something that you can experience in real life so it's like i think it's not scary in the same way I don't know why I never thought about that. Um, like, there's just a bunch of like wooden gears and stuff like moving around, and it's like, but there's yeah, nothing exactly. physically. Like, what is it even doing? Are there like hoses it's hooked up to like, them? Yeah, it's like suction cups. It's basically like that thing that all the Olympic Ew. swimmers did and left all those hickeys on their backs, you know? <laughs> Cupping. <laughs> Cupping. <laughs> For some reason, when you say the word cupping, it makes me think of like giving someone a buttercup, like cupping a fart and sticking it over their nose, you know? Oh, I was thinking like that's they're, you know, they're cupping. Uh, they're uh, unmentionables. They're privates, if you will. <laughs> their underwear? <laughs> yeah. You know how you just you just kind of like you, you, just, you, you just cup it. You just cup it. Yeah, so that scene doesn't bother them. Um, okay, and your boys like one thing that's one thing that's interesting. I don't know. Like, I'm not. I'm not like a huge social justice warrior. I think that, like, you know, I like things to be how they they've always been and how they used to be. Obviously, I've made that clear. You know, <laughs> but you watch. You watch through. <laughs> You watch anything now through through like a modern lens, and even just the fact that uh, uh, why did I just blank on his name? The guy, uh, the guy. Oh, Mandy Patinkin. Like the fact that he's just like a white dude, but he's playing the Spanish guy with like a really heavy Spanish accent. And granted, like Spanish people don't look. It's not like they have different color skin or something like that necessarily. But that is like a choice that <laughs> probably wouldn't be made nowadays, you know. He he is to have a, a native English speaker doing this super heavy Spanish accent. I mean, it's not that different from Nacho Libre, except in Nacho Libre, it's played for laughs instead of like his actual. Right, that's true. You know, he's a although it, in Nacho Libre, maybe that's the same way. So I I sang the the Ramsey yes. song. Ramses is the one he knows. I sang that for a work thing a couple yes. years ago, and yeah, after the fact, you kind of you kind of realize like, yeah, maybe that's. Can you guys please delete those recordings of me? <laughs> but it's funny. I don't know. I think it's worth it still. 
Um, oh, and I talked about yeah. that. There are multiple people, you know, there are multiple people that I work with who are from Central and South America, and they all loved it. So that's that's not that's not internalized like, oppression. I that's, have a I have a black I have a I have a black. Yeah, friend. that's that's them. <laughs> that's you doing a great job. It's definitely not internalized oppression. Uh, they loved it. They were like, "Yes, yes, sir. Oh yes." We enjoy that. Oh, no, I couldn't. I couldn't do a good Spanish accent. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what you jumped into there. Muy, muchos gracias, <laughs> uh, Senior Cole. Um, <laughs> okay, so Jurassic Park. How old are your boys? Are we done with? Are we done with Princess? Bride? I mean. Uh, it, do you that movie is still very that movie is still very good agreed you know part of this part of this exercise is you can't help but like you want to just sit there and enjoy a movie but you can't help but compare it to what you thought the first time you saw it mm-hmm. and and my fondness for that movie ha- has not been diminished over time after watching it again which can't be said for a lot of movies obviously that's yes it is still a very good movie and it's a good, I, it kind of makes me remember. See, I never, there are like certain movies cause princess bride is not Christian in any way, but it is very popular among my church. And I'm assuming among Bernigan's too. Uh, Bernigan's of a certain age. I think that yeah, of our age. Yes. Yes. Um, although not just our age. Cause like my dad is, my dad would go oh, yeah. like toe to toe. Like he is completely obsessed with that movie. And if, yeah. if, if there was like, Hey, let's do uh, you know, princess bride trivia. He would like, he would freaking hang. <laughs> he would dominate. Yeah. He well, would and hang it's because in the... like, it is because they, it's like actually fairly kid friendly. Like they make decisions yes. across the board. It's not because a lot of movies are like, you know, well, especially not, a lot of American movies, like they don't have swearing, but they have a ton of violence. And right. Like, but it's not kid then, friendly in the sense like it's not like Air Bud, like, oh, I, this is fine for my yeah. kids to watch. And it drives me insane. It's like, no, I like it. Yeah. And my kids, it is OK it's for my like kids what to watch. It's like Pixar, you know, what everyone yes, says about for sure. Pixar, for sure, but in yeah. a real movie, you know. And it still holds up. The story is really good, obviously. Um, there's a lot of great, you know, like intense scenes or whatever. And the love story is like very cheesy and well, and it's like the premise of it is it's a kid, you know, it's a grandpa reading to his kid or whatever. So it makes sense. So like sometimes the story is like overly childish isn't the right word, but it's, you know, it's kind of simplified, but it makes sense in the context and it's kind of endearing in that way. So how much do you know about the actual novel? I have read it and it's, and I've, in fact, I stole it from my school and still have it. Yes. And it's one of my favorite books of all time. It's so, so good. And it's one of the few, I am not the type of guy who's like, the book is better than the movie. And it's an amazing movie, but the book is so good, dude. So let's discuss this right? with, with our fan who might not know this, but the, one one aspect that makes the book better than the movie is the book is designed in a way is written in a way that you are unclear as to 
if this guy wrote this book or if it's a found manuscript, which I think is really freaking smart. So like it starts out and it's like a prologue and I, I, you know, he's like a historian or whatever. And he uncovered this, like, I don't know what it's supposed to be like 600 years old or something. Um, Yeah. And then he's like, so I'm not the writer of this. I'm just like the one who found it. And I'm, and there were some of the pages that were damaged, so I'm not really clear uh, how how to yeah. connect these pieces. But I'm I I did my best based on context clues and blah blah blah. And I I think I don't know. I just find it I find it really I don't know what to say. I I really respect it and appreciate it. Um. Totally. I guess it's so it's one the of the same things, thing about yeah. Go ahead. One of the things I love about it is the detail it gives is all is all useful and important and interesting. So like, there's a lot more backstory on Anigo. Like it goes through his whole like childhood and all the stuff leading up to the Six Finger Man and everything. Um, and all that backstory is like super interesting. I don't know, like. I'm sure I enjoyed it more because I enjoyed the movie so much before I ever read it, you know? Yeah, maybe. But some of those, it was like you were getting new. It was like, it was like you were seeing a director's cut of the movie. Cause there's so much more information in it. Than yeah, totally. Movie, you know? And it was all good. Like, I don't remember there being any boring stuff in it really, honestly. Yeah. And, and it's not like the movie Have you read it recently. No, no, I read it in high school Okay, and it's not the kind of thing where you're like, in the movie you're like oh i don't understand why the actor made that choice or whatever like they're they're faithful for the yeah, most part in, but it also in those does things. like you can tell they wrote the movie with the knowledge of the book with with the knowledge that is in the book even though it wasn't actually in the movie you know wait what do you mean like a lot of the things that the characters do make almost make more sense when you read the book oh i see yes you know what I'm saying? Yes. So Which is hard viewer... to do because like a lot of a lot of good books don't translate. Like Ready Player One is another one where I actually don't really like the movie that much because it's so different from the book. I've heard and the movie made a lot of choices. Garbage. What's that? I've heard the movie's garbage compared to the book. Exactly. And it's weird. Like, I know that sounds like some that's a douchey thing to say in general, but like so many of the things they chose were different for no reason that didn't make it any better. And it was like, you could have just chosen what was in the book and it would have been better. And it's not like they had to do that to make it, you know, cause you have to cut stuff for time. Right. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. A lot of the, a lot of the decisions they made in that movie were just really weird. And like, like in princess bride, there's some like, instead of the shrieking eels, it's just sharks. Right. Okay. I don't know if you remember that. I don't. Which is I mean, like, I believe you that's a decision, but it's not a bad, you know, in some ways it adds, it makes sense in the movie because it can be a more unknown kind of scarier, you know, thing. And like well, sharks you, were kind of played out at that point, you know? Right. And, but like the whole <laughs> point in, in the, in the movie is that, that they shriek right before they're going to like chomp you. Yeah. I'm trying to remember how, like, if that's even a part of the, 
But, but I, I genuinely wonder if they chose to not make them sharks because Jaws already existed. And like, on one hand, people were more afraid of sharks than they'd ever been because of Jaws, but also like. Uh, but it could have been like you also seen you also see the shark losing like you know yeah but it could have been like just as simple as like hey uh it'll be easier for us to make foam exactly eels than Dude. foam sharks so yeah yeah because eels are just long yeah know, wiggly things we don't have to make this whole freaking subskeleton or whatever this episode is brought to you by the sinusoid custom shop Sinusoid Custom Shop is capable of doing pretty much whatever you want for your cables. Um, they can make cool, like, tech flex combinations. They can make right angle on one end and a noiseless jack on the other end. They can do pretty much whatever you want. They got their speaker cables in there. They have also have a really cool builder. You go on the website. You can design whatever you want. Uh, if you want a snake to put all your stuff in a loom together, you can do that there. If you want something wild out of the box, send them an email. They can do it. They do all kinds of crazy stuff all the time. And if you join our Patreon, you get a special discount for anything you buy from Sinusoid, including the custom shop. So tell them we sent you. You won't regret it. Sinusoid.com. Yeah. I love that Universal Studios still has the same Jaws shark pop up out of the water during when you go on like the studio tour, you know? I. That's like 40 years old. Yeah. It. it have you been on that like any time recently? Within the last f- three years, four years, and it's all yes. the same weird three years, old. Maybe they got the the King Kong part is now like there's some CGI. Like it used to be, you go inside of that room, and then King Kong comes in and bashes the thing or whatever. Uh, well, and I don't. I had only ever been to Universal Studios in Orlando, and then this last time I went to California. Um, but yeah, it's still a bunch of very old. The studio tour specifically is still like a bunch of very old nonsense. That's very strange to me. I mean, specifically that because like it's kind of the thing that everybody. Maybe it's just like they're just but like that's, listen. That's part of we, what people want is the nostalgia, right? right? Yeah, I guess. Because then there's all the other ones. There, like it's it, then it, the other ones are all a bunch of stunt shows. Right? Yeah, there's the well, and that's the other thing that's still. Well, maybe it's. I remember hearing something about that that they were changing that, but it was the Waterworld stunt show, like it, and it had been that for like since Waterworld came out or whatever. Which is crazy to me. Of all, and it's like one of the big attractions there, or maybe not. Maybe it, maybe not today, but. Like, it's so funny that one of their biggest attractions is based around just an awful movie that everyone hates, you know? Yeah. It's, and at the time, at the time, it was the most expensive movie ever made because that's right. Because Kevin Costner was like, I think he was directing and maybe partially producing or something, but like, he had demanded that they had like this extravagant set built for like the, the little island that that yeah. the people live on the floating island right he yeah. like he said it's got to be real and we got to build the whole freaking <laughs> we got to build this island so for real and then there was a like a storm and it sunk so they had to rebuild it dude that's so funny well and maybe that's part of why this stuff like if you're trying to show like this is the actual thing that was in this movie 
like that doesn't exist anymore because everything's cgi like it's not like they can show this is the actual i don't know like this is the actual model of thanos that was used or i don't know but right but like, like yeah okay so the one thing that i mean and i i probably know the movie Waterworld better than most people the one thing that i remember going should, okay but certainly yes then anyone should the one thing I know, like watching it, it's like, okay, that was kind of a cool stunt. Like, even though you're going, I can't believe this is a movie. I can't believe they spent money on this. <laughs> there were a whole lot of things that was like, okay, that was, that was pretty cool looking. Like they actually put yeah. some guy on the top of a boat and like flung him around like that or whatever the thing is. Right. And so I guess that's enough to go, Hey, we Maybe need a new a stunt show. Like, does Waterworld have, I wonder if Waterworld has like a lot of actual in-person stunts more than, more than other movies, you know, it wouldn't surprise it has a, me. It does have a lot. It has, a, there's a whole bunch of like, um, like, uh, what are those things called? Um, jet skis, jet skis. Yes. Jet skis. Yeah. Jet skis. Which there are also a lot of those in the water, water world stunt show. <laughs> right. They they but play then it, heavily and so did that one get replaced with the Fast and the Furious one or is that in tandem? Uh, no, those are two different things. They're they're not in the same. They're two different movies, Phil. They're not in oh. the same universe. No, yes, they they both still exist. That'd be dope, though. Well, maybe the Fast and the, the Furious one is in. I think Fast and the Furious is maybe in Orlando, and the Waterworld's in L.A. Oh, okay. And what I've about seeing the Fast and the Furious one? And I think it was in Orlando. So when I was when I was a young boy, I'm sure this is gone. I'm sure this is long gone now and probably replaced with one of the two of the ones I just said. But I remember there was a Miami Vice stunt show. <laughs> yes, that was very. And, and in fact, I think that was there when I went there as a kid, too. So I'm which, sure that was which that was probably great. replaced with. Waterworld. I think part of the appeal of the Waterworld one is that it's water. So like it takes some of the fun away when you can see people landing in these big, you know, foam pits or whatever. Yeah, I get, like, I get that. People fall off of high things and land in water like a hundred times during the stunt show. And that's still cool, even though, you know, like they're not getting hurt because they're landing in water. Right. Like, it's cooler than seeing them land on a bunch of foam mattresses or something. Yes. That are like obscured behind something, you know. Okay, but so, so I bet that that factors into it. The other one that I was pretty much obsessed with when I was a kid was because you lived uh, in you lived in the area, so Universal Studios to you was like the type of place you could go to in a day or whatever. No, I lived in Central California. I think I've only been to Universal Studios. Sencal, Sencal. I you did. I lived in. I I, <laughs> I went once as a as a small child. And then when I was living in Los Angeles, <laughs> this is, this is a very sad story. I was living in Los Angeles and we, some friends were from out of town came. I was like in my twenties and they're like, Oh, I, I've always wanted to go to universal studios. And I was like, ah, it sucks. You, you don't, you don't want to go there. And they're like, no, please, please, please. I really want to go there. And we were like, okay. So there was a group of us that went and we show up to go to universal studios. And I was really annoyed because I was like, you guys, it's pretty dumb. It's not that cool. And then we get up to the front and they're like, oh, 
you're a California resident. And I was like, yeah. And they're like, okay, well for $5 more than whatever the, like yeah, the ticket price was, pass. you get a season pass. It's good every day for the entire year. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, <laughs> okay, fine. <laughs> and then I that. never went. I never in the, in, That's I live there. You. I live there, but it was like only $5, but yeah, like still though. Yes, exactly. You're right. If, if enough suckers. Well, and also let's be honest, they want you in the park because then you're buying food and all, you know, total. Yeah. Yeah. But I never went back. That is hilarious though, that you never went back. <laughs> um, you're now you go from hating the place to then being a proud season ticket holder and then never using it. <laughs> Although, okay. So as a child, the Conan stunt show, sorry, Conan, the Conan stunt show. <laughs> like, What's the Conan stunt? Show? Hella dope. Oh my gosh. Fire swords. I think yeah. like, like bikinis, metal bikinis. Probably. Probably. So good. Lucy and Lawless, then hopefully Lucy. <laughs> How dare you? No. And Terminator, the 3d experience. Yeah. So freaking good. So that's that's where they're going now. So like all of the newest attractions. Have you been there recently? No. Not Universal since Studios. I was a season pass owner in There's like a big like maybe Transformers ride. So the biggest thing is Harry Potter World, right? Yes. And it's like a whole, you know, village or whatever that you go to. And you have a you can and, get a wand and you can make it do things. Yep. Yeah, and they try to sell you on the, you know. Yeah, that that aspect of it. Our kids got wands cuz that is like a big I don't know. It's understandable why kids would love that cuz that's like a big scene in the movie, you know, where he picks out his wand and all that and they do this whole thing where they they tell you what wand you should get, but then you like just choose which one you think is the coolest anyways. <laughs> but um but part of a lot of the rides there, like the the rides that people like, or the big rides, are like they're roller coasters, but they're not like you're sitting in chairs next to people, so like eight people next to each other, right, with your feet dangling, and then basically like this articulating arm picks you up from behind and mm. starts just like moving you all over the place randomly. Yeah, yeah. And that so there's a ride like that, and then there's a Transformers ride that's like that, and. Honestly, those are like very cool, but they are also very humbling because part of what they're doing is you're like they give you motion sickness because your body's moving differently than the things that you're seeing, you know, mm -hmm. so they they can kind of mess you up pretty good. But that's like the 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 biggest attraction now, I think, are those types of rides. And then there's like a Simpsons ride that's kind of like Star Tours is it start. What's the Star Wars one where you're like. You're in one of those Star rooms tours. where they like yeah. they make it seem like you're moving and you're not, you know. Well, and here's the thing. I I would imagine here's part of the reason. They don't take up as much room, right? And you can update it, you can switch it totally. out. So like that's why it's yeah. like like you can use this the same the hardware and just future. change out the yes. video or whatever. Yes. So like there was one um I don't remember well, okay, like they did it with freaking captain eo like they spent so much money on captain eo initially yeah 
and then and on the freaking filming of it but then it was like you know how do you repurpose that in anything else well they just made a different movie and they made honey honey we shrunk the movie or whatever (laughs) and then later they did bugs life or something like they just okay you know what we're bored with this and the all of the all of the physical environment stays the same and they just have like a couple things that you know it's there's like things that you smell. There's like little things that spit water at you or whatever. Yeah, they spray mist at you and then they drip water and they blow air. And yeah. So you just got a lot of like, water-based things. Yes. <laughs> just got to write that in. Stinky water. Dude. Yeah. Stinky water. Dude. Terminator, the Terminator experience when the T nine million or whatever it is in that one, when it explodes, it, like the liquid metal explodes and it sprays out like it's 3D. It sprays out at you, and then you get sprayed with water. I was so blown away. Oh my gosh! I was like, I can't believe. I can't believe this. This is like, I would give anything to have that that experience for the first time again. Yeah. Okay. So here's here's a question for you. I this week's episode brought to you by Universal Studios. <laughs> <laughs> One of the funniest things when you go to Universal Studios is you realize like Disney is there's so much like consistency and they control every yes. aspect of the experience. Yes. They you they they decide where you look and what you hear and what you smell and what you see and all that. And, and there's like a consistent theme throughout kind of, you know. And Universal Studios is just like, oh, that's Universal? Like, oh, the Simpsons? Like, I didn't know that was a thing they had or whatever. Like, there's... <laughs> yeah. And even though it's a very... Like, you can tell it's just not Disney, you know? Yes. But, yes. So I I was, like, afraid... I didn't like big roller coasters as a kid. Like, as a young kid. But then once I started going on them, I never really had a bad experience. Like I never had an experience where my brothers were like, you need to go on it. And then I finally did it reluctantly. And then I didn't like it. I always Mm -hmm. liked it. But then that's a weird thing because then my kids, I'll encourage them. Like I encourage my kids to go on this Transformers one. And there's like a big fire scene where it actually like creates a bunch of fire, you know. And it's kind of right in your face. It lights you on fire and you have to like, <laughs> okay, remember, stop, drop, and roll. Exactly. And you're like, but I'm in this harness. I can't roll. <laughs> I, can't, I can't stop or drop or roll. I can't do any of those <laughs> I things. I can't do any of those things. And he like hated it. And so it was like, you have like this weird guilt because it's like, he told me he didn't want to go on the thing, you know, my younger <laughs> yeah. son. It's like, but I told him, and because in my mind, it was like, he's going to love it no matter what. And he didn't. He did not want to go back on that thing, you know. <laughs> so don't forget that with your kids don't force them to do stuff they don't want to do unless it's good for them you know like the transformers ride every that's a rite of passage for every young child we all remember the first time we went on the transformers tm ride who among us (laughs) whomst among us has not transformed from a boy to a man from a boy to a man through the transformers ride Mm mm-hmm Here's another sad reality of my life too. I, it's going to get real for a second here. I used to love roller coasters, but then I went with my wife to Cedar point. It's, it's been almost 10 years, honestly. 
and Cedar Point is like a big. It, it's outside of Cleveland. Can you still hear me? I can hear you. My monitor is like dead for some reason. Um, it's this big. It's a big uh, amusement park, but it just has huge. It's like there's like no kids. I saw like one or two strollers the whole time. It's all these huge roller coasters that are like legitimately scary, you know. <laughs> and we went and we were like so excited, and that's the whole reason we went there is because we both love roller coasters. And then we realized like this is a young man's game because we were like nauseous after three of them, you know. <laughs> and then you add on top of that, there are some roller coasters that I do not fit in, which is Ooh. pretty sad. Did you, uh... you know? Which I have no control over that, Phil. Did you sue? Obviously. <laughs> I should. I mean, you can't blame them, right? You can. It is their fault that I'm that I am this big, obviously, but still. They should uh, be able to accommodate every human being. Every life is precious. They can't be selling like this enormous turkey leg wrapped in bacon and then tell me I can't ride the ride because I'm too fat. Like, yeah, you made me this way, you know? Yes. Yes. They are Frankenstein and you are the their monster. <laughs> this is too far. This is a little too far. <laughs> <laughs> I remember that the one that actually did suck is the segways have a 250 pound weight limit or they did when we went to Disney world years ago. And I, and I was like excited to try out a Segway, and I couldn't ride it. And I was pretty bummed about that. Oh, that I was like, from this day forward, I'm never going to eat another piece of candy. And, <laughs> and it worked. Now I'm scared. Wait, but do they make uh jumbo sized uh, segways yet? They must. Like we've all seen Paul Blart Mall Cop, right? They have to have no done. No way that. he weighs less than two hundred and fifty pounds. Maybe he's oh yeah like for sure. But they're tall. just not the ones they have. They're not the ones they have for everybody at Disney World. Oh okay, yeah. But come on, freaking Disney World would make a killing if they invested yeah, in like large. People let's be honest here. Segways. I am not. It's not like I'm a huge outlier at Disney World, right? Right, and it's not and, like you're like oh that's the one morbidly obese guy I saw at Disney World today, you know. And guess what's holding guess what's holding large people back at, at Disney World? Walking around. If you if you give them options to pay more money to not walk. <laughs> can you imagine? Can you imagine that would be a like a dystopian nightmare if all the people who are riding around on the jazzy scooters instead were riding on segways, you know? <laughs> yes. All those like People that are like too unfit to walk, but somehow they're going to control this like delicate piece of equipment, you know? Oh, geez. That's terrifying. That would be hilarious. Um, goof. But no, I, I am still able to walk around under my own, under, uh, of my own accord. Of course you are. But, so but I have that if given the me, choice, if given the choice, hey, would you like, uh, Dude. I would love it. Would you like to Can pay you imagine a how many little kids I could just crush? I could just roll over crumple? completely with a Segway. I, I could, could crumple so many kids. I could crumple like, so many you're kids. You're not taking the Lord, Lord seriously enough. <laughs> and you're not taking the Lord serious enough. <laughs>
I was gonna do thump thump, but it wouldn't be that because it's not it's not two tires, you know. Did I tell you thump? Have I have I shared on the podcast um, about the time I I broke a Segway? (laughs) I don't think so. Okay, I I know I have talked about my time working at a warehouse in Compton. Uh, so I had a very strange job for a very short period of time. It was like a friend of a friend knew somebody who needed somebody to work in the back of this warehouse, sit there and like literally count widgets and I'd take orders and then I'd box them and blah, blah, blah. And that was, that was how it, Mm -hmm. that was the job. And the warehouse was basically this, this, this guy who had just started buying, he had just started buying up uh contracts from uh government some he he just saw some government um like early you know early internet um it was like government contracts and then surpluses and he would like buy you know Uh buy low sell high and he he was doing it out of his garage and then it had gotten he had just started buying so much stuff that his wife was like you got to get this out of the house or we're getting a divorce. And so he got a warehouse and then started Spoiler filling alert, the freaking they warehouse. They got a divorce anyways. <laughs> <laughs> we all know uh, they did. Um, so he, so it was, they, this warehouse was full of that stuff. And then every once in a while, there'd be something fun that he would buy and he'd just keep it in his warehouse. Well, so I find in the back corner, I had quit. I had already given my two weeks I was like two days away from like my last day and I find like under a dusty blanket, a Segway. And I was like, what? And I, I take the blanket off. There's no, like there I'm in there by myself. There's nobody around. I'm like, look at this thing. I'm like, I find a power button. I click it on uh-huh. and I've got my hand, like, it's just kind of, it's sitting upright on its own or what I thought was on its own. So, I'm like, oh, it just it just does that. Like, that's so cool or something. So I flip on a switch and then I'm like, I gotta try this. And so I step onto it and immediately it just crashes forward onto the ground. And I realize I'm like, what happened? And I realized that what had happened was it was the uh it had a kickstand, this little plastic kickstand that that's what keeps it upright. And when I stepped on it, I just broke the kickstand. <laughs> it just snapped right right in half, and I fell on my face. And I went and told the warehouse, like, the shift manager. Um, and I guess he kind of liked me. He was like, I go, I just broke the, uh, the boss's Segway. And he goes, why? And I was like, I don't know. I just thought, like, I wanted to try it. And it was there. So I got on. I don't know. It was stupid. And. He's like, well, wait, what's broken? He goes, show me. And then I show him. He's like, yeah, that, uh, that's okay. Like, we're not going to, we're just not going to tell him. And I was like, he just, he goes, <laughs> was the blanket on it? And I go, yeah. And he goes, okay. He just put the blanket out and he goes, he goes, that's fine. Just walk away. And I was like, uh, okay. <laughs> and I just let him, I just let him do that. And then I just, and then I, I finished my day and a half. And then I never, I never looked back. 
just rode off into the sunset. Yeah, not on a Segway. Not on a Segway. Not on the broken Segway. Not on, yeah. If you don't know Gun Street Wiring Shop by now, you must be living in the dark ages. They are the premier hand-built wiring solution for all of your guitars. I have one in my Telecaster. I have a setup in there. Five-way. It's great. have it in my Jazzmaster. It's amazing. I actually put it in my Epiphone Dot. Brought the thing back to life. It's crazy. If you don't have it, you need it. Every guitar that you own will be better with Gun Street Wiring Shop. I promise. Also, if you join the street crew, you get a discount on the product. And I guarantee you'll enjoy it. If you get it and you don't like it, I will punch Cole in the face. That's my guarantee. Check it out right now at GunStreetWiringShop.com. Dude, think back. Like, there's got to be a, a not insignificant amount of things over the years that you've like broken or affected negatively in some way. And you basically just like walked away, you know, <laughs> and nothing ever came of it. Right. That's true. Like that's that true. time when I, well, that's not true of that time when I like kind of semi pooped my pants in junior high and How just flushed, semi- them, flushed them down the toilet. How do you semi poop your pants? Uh, I pooped my underwear. So I guess that is pooping your pants, right? I've I've told this story before, haven't I? I don't feel like okay. So I'm 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 sure I have because it's one of the only interesting things that's ever happened to me. But um, false. I went. Uh, I have international like, man of mystery. Di- <laughs> Sorry. Cole is getting texts from work. Very important. Top secret texts. So for the viewers at home. Sorry. I just want to paint a a mental picture. Uh, Cole and I are on this call together. (laughs) And... He is just diddling his phone. Okay. Oh, okay. That's actually a great thing to talk about. Uh-oh. You, you just used the word diddling, right? There is a guy. In fact, it just came up a couple hours ago, literally. A guy on my team at work who uses that word and is not familiar with the other context of that word or the other meaning of that word. Are you familiar with any kind of unsavory meaning of the word diddling? Uh, 100%, which is why yeah. I used it. Exactly. So, like, he'll say that in a work context. Like, oh, I was just diddling no. with this thing over here. No, no. And I tell him, like, that's not okay. And he's like, oh, you're just, that's just you that thinks it's that. And I was like, <laughs> nope. I can guarantee you it's not. I would say Google that word. And then I would exactly. say, you know what? So I Don't did. Google that I... word. It's so weird that this came up because it's literally like three hours ago. I was having this conversation with him and I Googled it and it's the third meaning. In fact, I third. still have the I still have the tab open showing it. And he was like, oh, it's the third meaning. That means nobody knows what it is. And I was like, that's false. What's the first meaning? To cheat or to swindle, which is like, oh, man, that guy really. What? No, that is not the he'd first been, meaning. Okay, so get this, the, the example he thought he'd been diddled out of his change. 
Oh, my goodness. And then he diddled his income tax returns. Deliberately falsify. That is yikes. Nobody is saying that in 2021. No, no one knows that that's what that word means. So this is the only one that I think is the other potential one is like diddling around like so pastime aimlessly or unproductively, which is how I used it. Yeah, he diddled with the graphics on his computer, which is like people also diddle with the graphics <laughs> that are displayed on their computer in other ways. But that's other graphic things on their computer. <laughs> and but then the weird thing is like the third one is just have sex with. And in my mind, it's more specific no. than that. But no. Yes, I I know. I, when I think of the word diddle, I think of Michael Jackson. There you go. Exactly. Well, I think <laughs> I think of the Always Sunny episode where they're doing that, the beauty pageant for the kids. And Frank is singing the song, I don't diddle kids. No, I don't diddle those kids. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> and, and Dennis is like, there's no, <laughs> there's no bigger way to make people think that you're dealing kids than to sing a song about how you're not doing it. <laughs> because uh, of the implication. Because of the implication. Oh my gosh. That is so funny that that came up because that was literally just a couple hours ago. I'm glad yeah, you're on my I, side on that one. Granted, I, he's what? like 62 years old. So I feel like he's oh. of your generation and, and you, <laughs> so he should see it the same way as you. He should. He should. Okay, what what was I saying before I was so rudely interrupted? Oh, yeah. So I was in junior high. Oh, sorry for those who've heard this story before. I was in junior high. I I have like probably irritable bowel, irritable bowel syndrome or something. Let me say this. That. I, I'm afraid that what's going to happen is you're going to tell the entirety of the story. And then right at the end, I'm going to go, oh, yeah, you've told the story three times. <laughs> I guarantee I know I've told it before. Okay. Because it is a very good story, but partially because of the follow up to it. Remember what got us on this topic was you you leave things behind and you kind of just like they never come up again. And so you yes. just like oh no. just write it off your list and like, hey, sorry, you apologize to the cosmos and <laughs> you just move along, you know. So I I often have stomach problems, you know. Okay. I spend, you know frequent diarrhea we'll just say that okay and so i was in i was in class and like my stomach is doing the thing where it's like you know we're like there's poop trying to come out and then somehow it settles back in and it's like okay i'll give you like 30 more seconds but you better get on your way to the bathroom and you're like well i'm in the middle of class i'll make a deal with you, you. can't just get up in junior high what's that i'll make a deal with you poop <laughs> yeah it's like you better not push it though and uh, so I finally ended up, I just like stood up and just walked out. Yeah. And, like and it was so loud. Like the people, like the girl sitting behind me, 100% knew it was going on, you know, and, which is like already embarrassing. I I make it to the bathroom, but not, not quite all the way. So, you know, I kind of make a mess of my underwear on the way there or like probably in the stall as you're trying to like get your pants down or whatever. And totally destroyed this toilet and everything. And then just took off my underwear and shoved him in the toilet and tried to flush him down the toilet. I'm not going to try to defend my, you know, my logic at this point. It's obviously oh, faulty is, logic, but this is this is sheer uh, reptilian brain at this point. 
You're in exactly. panic mode. Like I was in pure, like my goal was to not die. That's yes. as long as I didn't die, then it was a success, you know, of, and, uh, of stomach problems or embarrassment. Exactly. So then I was just free balling the rest of the day. I, there was nothing on my pants, no trace of anything on my pants. Okay. It was confined well entirely done. to my underwear, which in hindsight is like, it's pretty good, you know, all things considered. So then fast forward, I'm in high school. I get a job as a janitor at our rival high school. And I'm talking to one of my friends who's like a neighbor of me. He's like, a, he, you know, I went to church with him and stuff. He's the old Wasn't season like best janitor. No, no, no. He, he oh. is like my age. And I was like, oh, yeah, I got a job as a janitor. It's pretty cool so far. Like it pays well enough and the hours are flexible and whatever. And he's like, oh, man, I don't know. I have my older brother's friend was a janitor at Mill Creek a couple of years ago, which is the junior high where I went. And he's like, apparently some kid <laughs> crapped his pants and shoved his underwear in the toilet and tried to flush him down. And it was like the worst thing they ever had to deal with, you know? And I was like, oh, that's. That's terrible. How could somebody do something like that? Like, oh, who, that's preposterous. Who, who would who do could that? fathom this? <laughs> what kind of a monster? And the chances of that, the chances of that coming back to me, because because really what you think is like once you make it past a day, and I remember going back there the next day and and like it was cleaned. And so I was like, okay, I made it. Like I'm Scott Freeman, <laughs> you mean, know? Well, it's like when it's like if you committed a crime and they arrest somebody else. And you're like, well, I should come clean, but like, I got to watch out for number one, you know? No, you're the bank robber. And then here's the thing. It's like, okay, the bank robber just needs to get past the border from United States yeah. into <laughs> it's Mexico. Like getting across state, it's like getting across state lines. So like, so you're like, line, basically. all I have to do is get off campus yeah. today and then yeah. they will never catch me. And then it's like, I the, remember the right feeling. before, right before you're walking off campus, they're like, all right, everybody in the gym, we need to see everyone's underwear because someone made yeah. a mess. <laughs> if you're, if you're not, not wearing underwear, wearing we underwear. suspect you. <laughs> no, you go on the list and then you're like, no, I'm just, I'm weird. It's weird that I never wear underwear, but it's not as weird as shoving them down the toilet. So I'll just pretend I never wear underwear, you know? Yeah. That's my thing. I, I honestly nothing. vividly remember the walk. I lived like on the side of a steep hill and my, my, my bus stop was at the top of the hill. And I, so I'd walk down to my house and I remember like, I felt such a relief as I was walking home from the bus stop thinking like I made it like this, it's not going to come back to get me. Cause I made it home, you know? Yes. I can go get some more underwear on. I've, I'm sure I took a shower or something. Right. Yeah, I mean, but, I would, one would hope. But what are the chances that that would come back in that way? Like so many, yeah, it was, it was pretty great. At the time, I and it still, like, it made me, like, my stomach sunk, you know. Even though there was no way he was going to link it to me, you know. He was, like, multiple degrees removed from the person who actually had to go through it. But it was still like, oh, man, I remember that. And that was a terrible thing. <laughs> so when's the last time you pooped your pants, Phil? Um, it was, have you pooped your pants as an adult? I was 21 years old and I, uh, 
I was, I got my job at McDonald's. Am I telling the story? Yes, I'm, I'm going to tell the story. Here's the story. So, Again, I... There's a chance you've told this before, but I don't recognize it. Okay. So, I... I was... <laughs> okay. I'm not going to get into the all the boring details of why, but the important things for to set up the story are I was doing a... I was in the middle of a 10-day fast. Okay, I was fasting for 10 days, and I was desperately looking for a job, could not get hired anywhere, had been looking for over a month. Is that why you were, is that why you were fasting? No, <laughs> no. And then You are fasting got, for like health reasons or what? No, it was a, uh, it, it was like, it was a religious A dealio. religious thing, okay. And so then finally get a job at the last place I wanted to work, which is McDonald's as a 21 year old. No, no shame in it to anyone. I no, it no, was no. Just, it's like, just not what you wanted. I did not want to work at McDonald's and I got this job at McDonald's knowing that I was literally older than everyone, even the shift managers. And like the only person older than me was like the store manager who was there like, you know, a couple times a week because he was managing like multiple McDonald's and made like a hundred times as much money as you did. Right. So I I'm so anyway, I'm like four or five days into this, into this fast and I get the job and then they tell me, Hey, as your first day at McDonald's, uh, you have to eat one of everything on the menu. No, she, but she did say you for your first meal, to it was like she was like very proud so our policy welcome aboard is this is the only time we do this order anything and everything on the menu and you can and you can eat whatever you want for free and i was like so did you uh, not get free food in general no the 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 normal thing after that was super crappy it was well it's not super i mean it was but it was you know very conservative. This is what it was. Yeah. Every day after that, it was you get 50% off 30 minutes before, during, or after your shift for what you want to order, but n- nothing for anyone else. So you can't come in on your day off and order food. You get zero oh, okay. discount. That makes sense. Yeah. That makes it's sense because you'd have... They, like it sucks that it's that way, but you'd have somebody who's worked like who works like one day a month and then you come in for free food every day. Every whatever. single day. Yes, exactly. So I mean, I guess you could you could maximize it. If you're working an eight hour shift, you could come in early, you get your you get a discount on the way in, you get a discount on your break, and then you just dis- discount on your way out. I guess you could do that. Um Yeah, but then you end up looking like me if you're eating McDonald's three times. Three times a day. Yeah. Know. So anyway, so I'm, I'm four days into the fast. I start working at McDonald's. I'm, I'm, I've got the job. She says, do you want to eat? And I go, no. So I've already made her like, and I'm not, and then I'm thinking, I'm not going to tell her why, because that felt weird. So I'm like, no. And she goes, no, I'm serious. Anything you want. And I go, no, no, thank you. That is a weird situation. Yeah. Cause you don't want to so be like, like I don't want to tell me not to eat McDonald's today. Exactly. Exactly. So I'm like, I'm just like, no, thanks. And she's like, uh, and she goes, I, this is 
this is I'm, I, she was like all like flummoxed right and i was like and so now i'm like already weird with the with my boss <laughs> i can't fathom somebody who doesn't want to eat mcdonald's food right now yeah, right who got a job here right <laughs> yeah so like, isn't that why you got a job here because you love the food so much right well or at least i got a job here because i tolerate the smell yeah exactly um, like you're either tolerant of it or completely obsessed with it or somewhere in between yeah but there's nobody who's like oh i'd love to work at mcdonald's which i hate there's nobody thinks yeah, that I so anyway so i am you know doing like i've got this job at mcdonald's and i'm like okay i know that as the new person they're just going to give me all the worst things to do which immediately they were they're like okay you got to take out the trash <laughs> and i'm like, like some kid sh took, crapped his pants and shoved his underwear down the toilet in the bathroom so you got to deal so with that they're like and trust us do it now because when the bag overflows it's a real pain you want to you want to get it now well it's easy to like you know pull the bag out tie it in a knot and yeah. drag it out and throw it in the dumpster i'm like okay so i start I, i'm grabbing this bag and i'm lifting it up out of the big trash can and in in my mind what feels like a fart <laughs> is uh is brewing is brewing there you go thank you and i think okay there are so many in um no what feels like uh oh the the sm the smells there are so many very very strong smells there's all the fried you know cooking foods smells but i'm over by the trash which has its own very intense odor and i'm thinking nobody's gonna notice and so i intend to let loose what i believe is a fart but yeah whoa yay is, it was not was you yes and whatever it was that was still sitting inside me after four days so were you not eating anything at all just water okay dude that's intense and then how does there even how was there even anything in there it was it was more like i i would i would describe it more like bile than it was like meconium whatever that stuff's called what's that the the black tar poops that newborns have uh, oh geez yes probably just comes shooting oh, no. down my leg oh, no. so so it wasn't just, it wasn't just like a little bit it wasn't contained no. your underwear first of all no so i i immediately dropped the bag and I say, I'll be right back. And the manager goes, are you okay? You're like, I, I quit. And I go, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, uh, and I don't know why I said this. I literally said, yeah, I just got some crap on my leg. And <laughs> well, and he's probably thinking like some garbage yes. water or whatever. Exactly. Exactly. Like he uh, didn't know you were using that term literally. Literally. Yes. Um, and by the way, the manager was a female Cole. So a woman, chauvinist. a female person, you 
chauvinist. I didn't call her a female. (laughs) So I go to the bathroom and then try my best to like, you know, with McDonald's paper towels. Manager was a woman. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. (laughs) And that, that was the manager who tried to force me to eat McDonald's against my will. Um, so, oh, so you didn't eat any McDonald's, right? No. And break my fast to the Lord. (laughs) That's what I thought. Like if you, if you described every other aspect of it, I would have thought the reason you pooped your pants is because you'd been fasting four days and then they made you eat like a filet of fish or something like that. So you just, (laughs) so your, your system just doesn't know how to handle it or whatever. No. Dude, that's like pretty bad luck to poop your pants four days into a fast. Yeah. Like, what are the chances? Yep. Yep. That's my story. That's that's pretty amazing. And I'm pretty sure you've not told that story. You're welcome, world. You know what? I'm pretty sure that when we started this podcast, I was too embarrassed to tell that story. But now... What do you have to lose? What What are they going to do? Fire you from your job? That's right. I've got tenure now. Genuinely, that was like a very real concern for you for years in this podcast is that you were going to get fired as a result of it. Well, I did. I mean, but to be fair, I I worked at a very different school that had (laughs) that had a lot of strange things going on. One of which was. um they were very much obsessed with their image. Did I tell you this, that, um, that, uh, like five or six kids got, um, got suspended because they went to, uh, Smashburger in their school uniforms and were just being loud. They're just being loud. They're being teenagers being, loud. they weren't being reverent. They were, yes, correct. And, the um the owner came over and said hey you guys all go to and i'm not going to say the name of the school i almost did i chose not to uh, i'm still scared of them they <laughs> they have no power so over you he he goes hey, they're wearing their uniforms he goes you guys know go to blah 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 and they're like yeah so and he goes well um i know that school and i know um i know people who work there and you guys shouldn't be acting this way. And they were like, they kind of gave him attitude. They're like acting what way it's after school. We're just having a good time. Like they just kind of like gave him some <laughs> sass and he turned around, called whoever it is that is his friend that is like one of the higher ups there. And they literally got suspended. <laughs> That's idiotic. It's insane. It is insane. Meanwhile, if they had like, like, let's be honest. If they got if they were caught on video saying the N word, they would have been like, "Nah, that's fine. We'll let that slide." <laughs> no. He's just speaking his mind. It's freedom of speech. Freedom. No, no, I'm. <laughs> but uh, they were being irreverent, so they were being yes, they there were was being hell to pay. hooligans. So they were loitering in, a, mm-hmm. in an aggressive way, aggressive loitering. Yes, exactly. With their, uh, you know, all their their teenage exuberance. 
but yeah, it definitely sheds light on why you were worried about that. Cause they yeah. would call you in and be like, I don't think that, uh, Alexander Hamilton would be starting a podcast about guitar gear with his friends or George talking Washington. about pooping his pants. I don't think John Adams would talk about pooping his pants. John Adams. John Adams never once pooped his pants <laughs> ever. Mr. Eisenhower. Dude. Can you imagine all the terrible stuff? All those old people did. Like to like, especially to women and people of color. Um, like they were just awful people. And so, yes, way. they were horrible, horrible. <laughs> they were horrible people because they had the opportunity to be horrible people. Exactly. So like nothing was keeping them. We had to put laws in place to keep people from being just awful people. Well, so like for you, what you are, a horrible person and you had the opportunity to poop your pants and shove your underwear down the toilet. So you did. <laughs> Dude, somebody suffered because of that I made somebody's life harder because of that, obviously, because <laughs> he told he not only did he tell his friend about it, but his friend was so impressed about it that he told his little brother about it. No, no, no. I here's how here's why that story got shared. Not because it was so much work for him, but because he was like, who is the terrified child? Yeah. who panicked I hope like how how like that would speak so highly of that person if they were as they're cleaning it they were thinking like this poor young man I'm sure that's he, what he's thinking all he wanted to do was learn and grow and instead <laughs> he had to come in here and poop his pants and his only recourse that he thought that he could think of was yes. to shove his underwear down the toilet the sheer the the terror this and poor, and poor fear man. in this boy that he this was, was his in front best of a plan. girl who he thought was cute, which for the record was just every girl, you know, right. You know, when you're like, maybe this was just me, but it's like every girl's a potential girl that I might like. So I don't want to be yeah. embarrassed in front of any of them. Correct. That is an interesting spin on that story. Maybe he was like, and he just like dutifully cleaned it up and then when he was telling his friend about it he was like this story really touched me and let me tell you about it let me share it with you this poor young man with irritable bowel syndrome who was subsisting only on doritos and mountain dew because they had a candy machine and a soda machine in the school had horrible diarrhea yep well It's been fun, Phil. By the way, Aaron needs, oh, we should, I mean, this may be obvious. Aaron's going through some like real person stuff right now. Mm -hmm. uh, that is much more important than in this stupid podcast, which yep. is why he's not here, but he does need to get a new power supply. So uh, hit the, hit the like below, hit the bell to subscribe. <laughs> And then comment mm -hmm. below what power supply you think Aaron should get for, for a his big board, board of tennis, yeah. ten or so pedals. Tennis, like a pedal tennis pedals. Two, I think it's like a pedal train two size board. He needs tennis, tennis pedals. <laughs> tennis, anyone? Tennis doubles. <laughs> Who wants to play doubles <laughs> with my tennis pedals? That sounds like... Uh, Sorry. 
Okay, Phil. Thanks for friendship. Thanks for friendship. Thanks for pooping your pants with me.